If you're looking to grow on YouTube, monetize, earn money doing what you love, what you're passionate about on this amazing miracle of a platform, well, guess what? You're going to want to come back because we've got the great Benji Travis on our show who's been in the YouTube game forever, and he's going to help show us how. So make sure you take notes. Make sure you leave your questions in the questionnaire form. And for the love of God, make sure you come on back. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Nez Nation Live, y'all. It's so good to see you. Come on in, come on in. Make sure that you share this out. Make sure that you hit that smash button. You know, we haven't done this in quite some time. We haven't had a guest. Our last guest was the great business owner, entrepreneur, YouTube guru. Uh, you know, I don't know he doesn't like this, that, that phrase, but I call him the, the Yoda of YouTube, the great Daryl Eves on the show last time. And that was back in January, I believe, of 2021, of this year. And so, you know, we've been doing our office hours, our weekly office hours every week. And, you know, I, I think there's a reason why I don't do these that often. It's because I really care about bringing on the best of the best. And I want to be very, very selective. And so, um, you know, it's it means the world to me that I bring you the best experts that can help you earn more, grow faster, and stress less in this beautiful creator economy, aka as well, the gig economy. So I'm very, very excited to bring on our guest. He's going to join us in just a second. But before I do, I would just want to get a few things out of the way um, before we start and just say hello. It's so great to see you guys. I want to also do a little bit of a roll call here. Uh, we've got George Fisher on LinkedIn. Please make sure you share this out. Great to see you. Video influencers in the house. Great to see you. Camera junkie in the house. Lewis, good to see you guys. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you share this out. And by the way, this is the important part. If you have any questions at all, please leave them in the questionnaire form. On LinkedIn, it's in the description and the comments. On YouTube, it's in the comments. On Facebook, I don't even know if it's on Facebook. Uh, it should be. But I would really love for you guys to uh, leave your questions in the questionnaire form because you're going to get a ton of value from this stream. Oh, my God. I am super, super excited. Uh, you, most of you guys know who my guest is, and uh, I'm sure you guys, let me know in the chat down below, do you know who Benji Travis is from Video Influencers? Give me a hashtag, yeah. Give me a hashtag, Video Influencers, in the chat, in the comments. Let me know if you know our amazing guest who's about to drop some serious, serious knowledge. If you want to make money doing what you love, make money creating content, turn your YouTube channel or any really video content, because Benji, you know, really covers the entire gamut. It's not just YouTube, even though the title of this stream and this interview, we're talking about growing on YouTube and monetizing on YouTube because it's one of my biggest, deepest passions. I mean, we've got a treasure trove of knowledge and experience. I mean, Benji's been in the game for a very, very long time, uh, over 10 years. And so I'm very, very excited to, uh, to bring him up. And we're going to bring him up in just a second. Darlene is in the house. Good to see you, Darlene. Sweeney Dunstan in the house. I, I hate, hey, Sweeney, I think we broke the record because last on our last Office Hours live stream, no sneezing, no SNES Nation. 
<laughs> so it was a record. Let me know how I'm coming in too, by the way. Let me know if the audio is good. Uh, I hope uh, all the technical, you guys know every time we go live, it's always a big surprise sometimes. You never know what's going to happen. Inside the lab, PC Tech in the house. Good to see you. Uh, I'm so happy to see you guys. Make sure you share this out because y'all know sharing is caring. And so, yeah, so I'm I'm very, very excited to bring our guest up. He's going to come on in just a second. He is, as you know, always happens when sometimes you go live, just a little bit of technical uh, kind of uh, issues, but we're going to get through that really, really quickly. I can't wait. Um, a, a, another thing too, if you're brand new to my channel, if you're brand new to me, Professor Nez, allow me to introduce myself. Podcast listeners, most of you guys know who I am. Most of you guys know that uh, I've been in the online game for over two decades. I'm a, I am run an agency with my wife uh, where we help executives, professionals, and business owners brand themselves online so they can earn more, grow faster, and stress less. Uh, I've been doing this for over two decades. And I love, I'm really a content creator at heart. And so it just absolutely means the world to me that you guys are here. And if you're getting value from this and you're, you're really excited to see our guest, make sure you smash that smash button, AKA the like button and consider subscribing because I'm dropping brain busting content every single week, helping you grow your impact and your income online. There's nothing like it. There's never been a greater time on planet earth than to start the creator economy and the gig economy. I'm so passionate about this because you can earn a very healthy living and our guest is going to help us. Our guest is going to come on in just a second and help us to really answer a lot of questions that we have and help us get there. Good to see you, Raul. I see Raul is in the house. Good to see you. Okay. Our guest is here. Without further ado, I want to just jump right into it. I'm so, so super excited. Let me introduce our awesome guest. Okay. First of all, uh, you know, I've been connecting with this amazing individual uh, on Clubhouse for quite some time, and he's been just offering his time. He's one of the most giving people in this space. Never mind the fact that he's vastly knowledgeable, but he's just so giving of his time, so giving of his knowledge. And, uh, you know, it's just been an absolute joy and pleasure connecting with him. As I've connected with a lot of you guys in the chat, you know, on Clubhouse. Let me know, by the way, in the chat, give me a hashtag CH or a hashtag Clubhouse if you connected through me, Benji, or anybody on Clubhouse. I've done a couple of videos about this topic and I love Clubhouse because, you know, really running a business, running a brand is all about networking, it's all about people, it's all about humans. And so Benji Travis, co-author of the amazing book YouTube Secrets, uh he has been in the YouTube space, in the content creation space, business owner space for 10 plus years. He's got millions of views, millions of subscribers across multiple channels. I know that his uh, awesome wife has an amazing vlog channel as well that he helps her with. And he's got an awesome cooking channel too, by the way. I mean, the guy's just all over the place. And he is going to drop some YouTube wisdom on us. Let's welcome, give a big, big Nez Nation welcome to the awesome Benji Travis Benji, what up, brother? How are you, sir? You hey, made it. <laughs> yes, I made it. Well, thank you so much. Let me know if everything is clear and sounding crispy. But uh, that'd be my first piece of advice. Do not be all over the place like I am right now. Start at a focused place first. <laughs> 
So good to see you, man. It's it's awesome to have you. I, I, you know, it's funny, Benji, because I tell my audience all the time that, especially when you're going live, uh, you know, and there's no script, there's no pre-recorded, there's no, there's not a, a a ton of things you can control when things are going live. This kind of stuff happens all the time. It's not a big deal. And to really be somebody who has influence, like you advocate all the time. It's really important to adapt. It's really important to be aware of who you are, be aware of your audience, and just do the best you can to keep moving forward. And so I'm really, really excited to have you here. Do me a favor, Benji, because I, you know, kind of did a, a, a sort of surface introduction. Do you mind telling our awesome Nez Nation audience just a little bit maybe more in depth about who you are, what you do, and also maybe some of the things that you're very excited about right now. There's a lot of talk about the creator economy, gig economy. There's so many ways to skin this cat, monetize your brand and content. Talk to us for just a second, please, Benji, before we get to the questions. Totally. Well, honored to be here, Professor Nez. Finally, we're connecting in the flesh, in video format, because we've been talking a lot on Clubhouse. But I started on YouTube in 2008. My wife was originally a beauty guru um, uploading videos, and I was really behind the scenes helping with camera stuff, um, you know, business development, and just basically being her personal assistant. I slowly got integrated into the content, being the boyfriend in the background. And so that was how we all started. We eventually started a vlog channel we thought was just going to be for some lifestyle, casual content, basically took over everything that we do so she started out as this famous beauty uh, guru we started vlogging and then became a family and so 10 years later we've uploaded at least 3600 vlogs uh, we vlog five to seven days a week so um, the majority of my audience knows me as a dad as a husband on youtube on our family vlog channel called it's judy's life but as you know i'm sure and i've got my team here um you know Video influencers is my true passion long term, which is doing what I did for my wife, but scaling it up, helping influencers, helping creators, whether you're just starting out or especially those who have been in it for a few years, you know, and uh, the reason is because I love YouTube. I love the power of this platform, social media included, but of course, YouTube is the king of the hill when it comes to video. I used to think that this was going to all dry up in 12 months. I used to tell Judy, hey, we've got to milk it for all it's worth, of course, with integrity. We weren't going to sell anything sketchy. Um, we we're going to do everything that aligned with our audience and in a way that we could be proud of. But, you know, it could all be done in a year. So that slowly changed over the course of now the 14 years I've been on. I believe YouTube and, of course, online video will be here to stay. We're talking for the next decade and hence why we wrote YouTube Secrets. Uh, we actually are starting to write 2.0 because, again, we never thought that YouTube would just continue to build this momentum and be even more relevant. So um, that's what I'm excited about. I'd say there's more opportunities for creators and influencers now more than ever. And everybody should be considering starting a YouTube channel, no matter if you are somebody that wants to be famous or you're an entrepreneur, just wanting to use a platform as a utility for selling your product or services. So I'm excited to get into it. Hopefully that introduces uh, me to you and talks Absolutely. about why I'm excited. By the way, my team uh, leader, Gabby, says you have an amazing voice specifically for, what was it, um, uh, like uh, murder dramas or something like that. I forget what she said, but <laughs> murder, murder mysteries. I was like, okay, that's cool. I'll make sure to tell them that. 
Okay, you know what's funny is my wife. Uh, my wife loves watching and listening to those to those shows and podcasts. You know, I always joke that if anything ever happened to me and they looked at my wife's watch history, <laughs> they yeah, might yeah. be like, "Wait a minute, we have suspect number one." <laughs> Because she loves those shows. I love this. Uh, you know what? We just got a great question on LinkedIn, Benji. And by the way, that introduction was, and thank you for that synopsis. That was phenomenal. I love that. And I could not concur uh, anymore, guys. I mean, I absolutely eat, sleep, and breathe YouTube. There's so many other platforms out there. My business has basically grown on LinkedIn since 2006, but uh, YouTube has been such an unbelievable generator of leads, clients, brand awareness, equity. And so, uh, you know, there's just really nothing like this platform. And as Benji said, we're going to jump right into it. We have an interesting question. I love this question from Damian. Good to see you, Damian, on LinkedIn. Damian says, Benji, how important, and we're just going to jump into it. Let's have fun here. How important are physical attributes to be successful on YouTube? Before you answer, Benji, I want to say this. This is such a great question, and Benji will agree with me on this, but this is such a great question because I know Benji's gotten this a lot probably because I know I have from clients who are so nervous because they feel like, well, I'm a business executive or professional on LinkedIn. I'm 56, I'm 62, or I'm 48. You know, I don't have the look or I don't have that kind of, you know, demographic that should be right on YouTube. This is such a good question. Benji, take it away. I know you got some great things to drop on this. Well, I absolutely think that, especially on YouTube and with any video format, um, how you present yourself is important. You know, I just went through a complete new rebranding here in this studio, even though I'm totally okay just shooting on my phone outside, bad lighting, good lighting, it doesn't matter to me. But I also understand that first impressions make a huge difference and you only get one chance for it, right? So how you present yourself, I think is really important. Now, most people are fearful of how they look because they, they, they think that they don't look good enough. The reality of YouTube and social media is people are connecting with other people they can relate to. And so with what billions of people on this planet, at least two to three billion using this platform, there is going to be somebody that will connect with you that relates to you. And so don't worry so much about like, do you look like a Brad Pitt or a supermodel? What is important is present yourself in the most authentic way. But also realize that first impression is your opportunity to connect with somebody that is going to relate with you, that's going to create a relationship and hopefully ultimately become a subscriber. So I, I do take this very seriously more uh, than ever. You know, I even asked my wife, like, what do you think about this shirt with these pants, right? Like, do I just look good? I, by the way, I've had the exact same haircut for 14 years. Okay. Um, when I <laughs> same here. Hair same here. Yeah. When it's short, it looks the exact same. And so the reason I bring this up is I've never had to wear flashy clothes. I don't have to bleach my hair. I don't have to put on makeup or do anything fancy. Right now I do like to take care of myself and, you know, eat good foods, work out, but it's, sometimes not just about how you look, it's also how you present your personality, how you talk, right? And a lot of this stuff comes with time. But I do think there's an aspect of importance when it comes to your presentation that you should take seriously. But you know, like Clubhouse is a great um, uh, example. People want to know what you know. And that ultimately, I think matters the most. I absolutely love that. That's, that's fantastic, Benji. Yeah. And 
And, you know, how important is it, you think, Benji, because I know you get this question all the time and, you know, I don't want to dive too deep into the technical, but a lot of people will say, well, Nez, I don't have, you know, a nice camera. I can't afford a, you know, $2,000 podcast mic, or I can't afford a switcher studio or, you know, all of the things that people perceive are what's going to give you that great first impression or AKA that visual authority. Do you mind speaking a little bit about that to the people who are like saying, Hey, you know what? I want to try to get on YouTube. I know there's benefits to it, but what's it going to cost me? Is it going to cost mm. me thousands and thousands of dollars? I feel like I need to be, you know, uh, you know, Steven Spielberg. What are your, what are your thoughts to that? Uh, first off, we all have plenty of horsepower right in this device. It's called the phone or the smartphone specifically, and it's got a camera on here and it does HD. In fact, the other day on LinkedIn, I put out a video talking about this, how you can use your phone and do a few things to make this camera look just as good as most DSLRs. The thing that people forget about is most of us consume content on the phone too. So the screen's not that big. So even when you're uploading 720p, it's not going to make a huge difference unless you're trying to make like a Marvel movie or you're trying to get, you know, some cinematic type of shots. But for the most part, most creators can just use this. And I've got a few quick tips for beginners. This is what I would do if I'm just starting out and I have a zero budget. I'm taking my phone, which is free because most people have a smartphone. Um, secondly, I'm getting as much light as possible. If I can use natural lighting, that's great. Don't make it to be like harsh direct sunlight, but like in the shade outside or by a window. But if you can get a whole bunch of lights, that's good. Um, lastly, just clean up your area. You know, I know that normally when I work, my whole desk is all really messy and it might look kind of messy right now. Let me like scoot over some things, right? But cleaning things up also will give you a great presentation going back to, you know, what you look like and what people kind of perceive of you. So those are just a few quick tips. And what I'd say is that video on LinkedIn, because I had such amazing lighting, I was in this space, was shot on this phone. And some people might not even know it was a phone. They might actually think because they're so used to seeing me on a DSLR. Right now I'm using a DSLR um, that, that that's the device I was using. I made a point to use my phone to show how this device was just free for most people. Of course, you have to buy it, right? But everybody's got to buy or be on a plan for a phone can look as professional as a DSLR if you do the right things with the settings as well as the lights. And, you know, there's a lot of apps now for your phone that will give you a lot of control on some of the settings. Yeah. And, and, and it's so interesting to hear you talk about LinkedIn too, because, you know, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Benji, and by the way, guys, really quickly, if you have questions for our amazing guest, there is a pinned comment. Okay. Just a really quick, short questionnaire. We got some great mods in the house too. We got my man, Lewis, Darlene. We've got video influencers. We got a lot of great people in the chat who can help us moderate, but also it would really mean the world to me and our awesome guests, just so I can keep it all lined up here. I've got the Google Doc right here with the questionnaire. And if you have any questions, please leave them in that form and we will get to them uh, first come, first serve. You know, it's interesting you mentioned uh, LinkedIn, Benji, because, you know, we talk about making money on YouTube and most people think 
that when, when you say make money on YouTube, do you mean AdSense? Do you mean I have to make money directly on the actual website, the app, the actual platform? And you, you and I both know that that's, that's just one, almost maybe even probably the least likely way of really earning a healthy living. I, I built my business and brand on LinkedIn, and it's interesting because I use YouTube as a sort of marketing arm, if you will, Benji. And I would love for you to talk about how do you use, how do you leverage YouTube to make money in today's economy without maybe, you know, the idea or the perception that people have that the only way to do so is to make money from the app itself, where most people likely will attribute that to AdSense. Because I know that AdSense is like such a, you know, tenuous, almost maybe untenable way of earning a full-time income, unless you're, a, you know, somebody who's got a huge establishment or a ton of views, you're bringing in views immediately. What are your thoughts on leveraging YouTube for your business, your career, so you can earn money, maybe not directly from the app, but indirectly? What are your thoughts on that, Benji? Well, the first thing I'd say, if you can get one view, you can make money. Because if that view is from somebody that's looking to buy something and you've got something to sell, you can make money right then and there. So this is a power of YouTube. Outside of, of course, what most people, especially young people who want to become YouTubers know when it comes to getting a lot of views, getting paid by AdSense and making a living just from that revenue. YouTube is a utility. People are using it to find answers to their questions, right? Solutions to their problems. And they're going to it as a resource. Oftentimes, I think the most obvious is reviews on products. I know that I go to Amazon these days. I'm reading reviews. The next best place is to see a video review of it. And so I'm just typing in whatever it is. And so if I'm already in a position where I'm looking to buy something, it doesn't matter who it is that tells it to me. If they justify their review and I feel like they have the authority or they gave me the good information, I'm going to want to buy it and hopefully through that person. So whether that's a referral um, through their affiliate program, right? Through, through Amazon, you might click on their link. And guess what? When you buy that product from that person's link on Amazon or any other site, you can get paid. Now, it's not going to retire you, right? Um, but it is still some money. And then secondly, say you have a product that you can offer to that person. Uh, maybe like you have a, 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 an accessory or something to go along with that product that somebody's looking for a review on. You could sell that product directly to that person. So that's just one quick example of ways people are monetizing their content without a ton of views and making a lot of money. You know, Sean Cannell, the co-author of YouTube Secrets and the co-founder of Video Influencers, he was making money from day one of him uploading his product review videos because he had affiliate links inside that description. So as he's talking about like the five best accessories for people starting out a YouTube channel, he's rattling off these things and people are like, you know what? That sounds like I need to get it. They're click on the link. And when they go to buy on Amazon, guess what? Sean got paid on that little um, purchase. And so I think that people need to open up their minds to the possibilities. And I just literally explained one out of probably a hundred different ways to monetize. Realize what you need is a quality viewer, not just a quantity of views, because a quality of viewer is going to determine what you can do in terms of, uh, you know, the type of purchase or the kind of products you can sell. I love that. It's not about getting, you know, quantity. It's about quality. All you need is one. In that one individual 
could be uh, the CFO of a company on LinkedIn, right? That you, like, totally. this is your ideal audience. And this guy could say, and this has actually happened to me, Benji. This is what you're saying is amazing. Hey, Nez, I saw your video on LinkedIn. I saw your video on, you know, branding or whatever. We're doing a summit. We're doing an actual event in October. We would love to uh, have you come speak. Okay, do you have a budget for, I would love to do that. Do you have a budget for professional speakers? Absolutely. Here you go. It could be a five-figure, you know, dare I say some people are getting paid six figures. So, there's so many ways. I love what Benji said. It's not about quantity. Everybody thinks, well, I've got to get you know millions of subscribers. That's the only way I can monetize. I can't monetize with a small channel. I only have 2,000 subscribers. I only have 500 subscribers. I only have 8,000 subscribers. Hey, Benji, how many subscribers does somebody need to monetize on YouTube? To monetize in AdSense? Well... AdSense, oh, no. right? We know so we have I, to reach that. We have to reach the 1,000 and the 4,000 hours. By but the way, I guess, let me, let me, I apologize. Let me put it in oh, context. Okay. Like, like, like people have this perception and we just got a question from somebody saying, Hey, I don't have that many subscribers. How long do I have to wait to monetize? And to your point, and I'd love for you to expand on this. Um, what is the what is is it about a numbers game? Is it about having a certain you know uh, number of subscribers or number of views? Because I have a feeling you're going to say something the opposite of what most people think. What are your thoughts? Zero subscribers. Okay, you need. That's what zero I was hoping for. <laughs> subscribers, and the reason is I can only speak from personal experience, but I'm sure a lot of people can relate. When I've gone to do product reviews, uh, like searches on YouTube, or even when I'm looking for a solution to my problem, and I go to somebody's video, I might get so much help from that person that I might want to buy through their link or uh, buy their product, but I might never ever subscribe because the utility of the video is that information at that time. I might not even be interested in that niche. Another example is buying a home. Okay. This is big money with very little views. Real estate agents using YouTube as a utility can make way more money than people realize from very few views. Because remember, especially nowadays, when you buy a house and it's 300,000, 400,000, half a million or a million, 3% commission on that, that's a lot of money. And so you could have 50 views for somebody looking to buy a house in Dallas, Texas, and you're a real estate agent talking about these different neighborhoods. And if you get 50 views on that video, because you're talking about the best schools in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and one of those happens to be a potential buyer, and guess what? They call you because you tell your phone number. They might not ever subscribe to your channel because the utility is just in the information. And the next step is to go talk to you and go buy a house. By the way, I just explained something that is actually happening. Type in Dallas real estate agent. You're going to find a channel that is actually doing this right now. So that's not hypothetical or a theory that is being executed. And he's getting buyers and sellers in this very hot market, which by the way, is kind of competitive because there's a low inventory, but because of his YouTube channel, he's getting people that are searching for things like, um, what is the crime rate in this neighborhood of Dallas? Right. And he's doing these videos. And so it's very utility. And so the reason I bring that up is 
Yeah, I don't know about you. I, I personally don't buy a house like every other month, right? Or every other week. It's like maybe every few years, maybe like every five to 10 years. So there's no point in me subscribing to his channel because again, the the value of that channel and that video and him as a professional real estate agent is very one time. That's just one example of millions of creators that don't need the subscribership. They need the view. And this is why the view matters way more than the subscriber count. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. I mean, you could also say, you know, just the other day I was working on our uh, a toilet here at the house, you know, and how do I, how do I change a, a flapper that's not working? So I searched that on YouTube. I'm not going to subscribe to that individual's, you know, channel, because I'm not like, you know, I'm not really going to be watching plumbing videos, right, for entertainment. I mean, some might, there's, there's, that's fine. But for me, it's just like you said, it was a utility, it was just a way to solve a problem. So if I'm understanding you correctly, Benji, just to give a little more context to the audience, if you want to make it on YouTube, would you say that one of the biggest things you need to consider as a creator is understanding how you can solve problems? What is it that you offer that's going to provide a solution for your target audience? Is that is that basically what you're saying, uh, Benji? Totally. And yeah. the name of the game is give free content first, and then the purchase follows. So I just mentioned people have uh, problems that they need solutions to, they need answers to their questions. And if you can just do that, there is the beginning of your journey to monetizing what you're doing on YouTube. Um, I'd say take it back a little bit and look at the whole journey for the viewer itself. When I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel in relation to monetizing, I'm thinking about the person that is going to search on YouTube, the type of content they're looking for, the type of content they're going to watch, and then what is the next obvious purchase. So I just talked about a, uh, a home purchase, right? So they're typing in a certain neighborhood in Dallas. They're looking for maybe somebody reviewing like, hey, these are places that are good to uh, uh, um, live in in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I know that, guess what? They're looking at that because they want to live in a good neighborhood and they're going to want to make sure to purchase a house in that area. And so the next logical thing to do is to find a real estate agent. Well, if you're the guy that can tell them the information and be that real estate agent, that whole journey is key. And so you can do this with anything with a camera, for example. Um, you know, like actually I'm going to use Sean Cannell as a great example. A lot of people wanting to crush it on YouTube or build an amazing YouTube channel probably will search something about cameras at one time or the other. And so he sells a course about how to grow your viewership on YouTube with this course called a Video Ranking Academy, right? Now you would think is like you should teach people for free how to get more views. Well, he takes it a step back. What's the first thing you do? And we kind of talked about it at the beginning of this broadcast. What's one of the first things you have to consider when starting a YouTube channel? Well, what camera should you buy? And so he puts those type of videos at the beginning of that journey, knowing eventually as they become a subscriber, as they watch more videos, they're going to get to that part of the journey where they're looking up, okay, now that I got the camera, I've got the setup, I know how to edit videos. Now I got to optimize my video, my you know, content so that it gets views. Boom. 
perfectly positioned um, his software or his uh, course to be able to be purchased by that person. So it's definitely a long game. I don't want to, you know, make this a dream situation where you can make one video and one view and you're going to make a million dollars. That's not how it works typically for most people. In fact, volume still does matter. But what I'm saying is, if you think of it this way, and you have something to actually offer to sell, you can actually make money much more faster than waiting for your view count to get to a volume where you make significant income from the AdSense. Oh my God. Are you guys taking notes? Please give me a hashtag notes in the chat. You show them the camera, you teach them your expertise, your authority, and then they might go like, you know what? What else does Sean have? What else does Benji have? I need audio. I need a good tripod. I need to understand mobile editing. I need editing software. Listen to the strategy, guys, that Benji is saying. This is what I did wrong when I started my main channel. I mean, everything Benji's talking about is something, it's like that thought in my head. I wish I knew this back then when I first started. Because when I first started, I used YouTube basically as Dropbox. And I, I didn't really understand the art and science of it. I didn't wear the clothes of YouTube and really feel it out and say, you know what, this is not, this is not just a place to just, you know, uh, put your videos and just set it and forget it. You have to really understand this is a platform that will help you earn money. This is a platform that will help you gain speed and gain authority, gain thought leadership in your niche, in your area of expertise. It's just phenomenal. I love this, Benji. This is really, really good stuff. We have a question, okay, from, uh, let me see, let me just get the name one more time. In the questionnaire form, we have Tony Rodriguez. Uh, he has not created a channel yet. And I'm gonna bring this up on the screen, Benji. And his question is, love this question, by the way, Tony, thank you. If you're still here, give me a hashtag, yeah. And if you're feeling the awesome vibe of Benji and you're getting insane value, give me a hashtag, yeah, in the chat, because I know I am. And I, I can't wait to watch this on the replay. I'm kind of you know, doing a bunch of things at once, listening and kind of monitoring the chat, but I know I'm gonna watch this on the replay and take some notes. Okay, so Tony says, Benji, what would be your three best tips to provide quality content that would make people buy from you as a brand? Three best tips. This is a great question. Benji? Well, I think that number one, provide something that they need. Okay. Something that they want. So this is why free, free, free is a great way to market whatever it is that you have uh, to offer that people can purchase. So this is why it goes back to that journey. What is it that they're searching for? And you need to be the person that's going to satisfy that search or the desire to get something and be that person. Secondly, um, it's, it's more about formatting your content. One of the mistakes people make, especially on YouTube, is they create a 20-minute video that could have been five minutes long. And so packaging that up, understand people's attention is very short. I mean, you and I both already know like LinkedIn, right? People go there to network. So a 20 minute video doesn't work over there. Same thing with YouTube, even though it's long form content, guess what? Especially if they're looking for an answer to their question, they need it quick. They need it right away. Now I'm not suggesting doing 30 and 60 second videos and we don't have to get into YouTube shorts, right? The point I'm trying to make is make it as long as necessary and not a minute longer or not a second longer. Um, and the third thing I would say is this, 
deliver the value that people are looking for in the way that is going to best suit them. I want to bring up another tech example. Um, his name is Ben. He has a tech channel, but all he does is review laptops for people in the graphic design industry. One of the problems he saw when he would watch a, uh, a review of a laptop is that uh, the people covering it would talk about all these different aspects of what made this device so good, but they would always fall short on certain parts that were important to graphic designers. And so when he does a review on that laptop, he is thinking about the other graphic design person on the other side. He himself is a graphic designer. He's been in the industry for uh, over a decade. And so he wants to create this review. So that review is setting himself apart from every other laptop review. And because that is unique content for a unique viewer, it's curated for that exact person, it's very likely that the next step is they're going to want to buy that laptop or a laptop through Ben's recommendations versus if you just go to a general tech channel, even if it gets a lot of views, again, for that specific person, that, that, that graphic designer, it might not actually do the trick. So considering the end viewer and where they're at and what their needs are specifically, I think is really important. So those are the three things I would say to deliver great quality content to people to be able to sell something or be trusted so that you're somebody that they'd want to purchase through. Make it about them. I there love what go. Benji said. Don't make it about yourself. I got to tell you guys, in 2020, I, I took a whole new kind of approach to my, my main channel. I mean, there's other channels that I'm a part of and affiliated with, but my main channel, which is my baby, you know, I've been on there since 2015, 16. And so um, what Benji just said is so interesting. And, and, and I, I got to get to your question too, Nick. It's an interesting question about shorts. Uh, and Benji just mentioned shorts. And I actually have a question for you too, Benji. I'd love to talk to you about shorts. Um, I really tried to be economical with my video. Um, what I mean by that is I cut things that I knew could be construed as maybe, uh, how should I say this? Not self-promotional, but it wasn't serving the audience 1 billion percent. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to serve my audience 1 billion percent. Everything, all my success, I think Benji and his awesome wife would agree with this, uh, who, who have an amazing business, uh, my success really hinges on my ability to serve my clients and my customers. And if I don't serve them 1 billion percent, there's so many other people like me. There's so many other people out there. There's so many people. So if you do that better than your competition, and what I was doing with my YouTube channel, which was I had an intro, Benji, you're going to laugh at this. I had an intro, Benji, that was 29 seconds long, <laughs> just a bumper. And That's I'm like, crazy. oh my gosh. Like, That's why do I have a bumper? A movie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I cut that to three seconds, Benji. And I'm telling you right now, my watch, my watch time, my AVD, average view duration, percentage view, like skyrocketed because it was like, who needs, who needs, who cares about a 30 second intro? My point is everybody in the chat and, and what Benji's saying, when you, when you don't think about yourself and you think about, okay, is this, look at your videos, look at your content and ask yourself, is this really necessary? It's a tough question because we're married to, uh, it's very hard, we're emotionally invested in our stuff. If you really take a hard look and say, is this 
absolutely would this would this kill my video would this really uh you know uh take the audience or disconnect them from my content if i cut this out those are really important things if you add all those up and i'm sure benji would agree it really leads to a lot of powerful content and that's where that audience connection comes in which is top of funnel and then you, it leads to that no like trust and then you get the purchase or the sale um Benji, I love this. Thank you so much, by the way, for being here. Give me a hashtag, holy macadamia nut, if you're getting insane value. If you can spell that, I will give you a, a, a free edition of my book. <laughs> uh, Nick Dender has a great question here. I like this question because I know that we've been talking a lot, Benji, on uh, Clubhouse about shorts. Um, yeah. Just a phenomenal new feature that YouTube has. Nick asks a really interesting question, if you, if you don't mind uh, Benji answering this. He says, could you discuss more about shorts? And if it is okay, so I think there's a two-part question here. I'd love for Benji to give a little bit more context about his perception of shorts, his strategy. And then Nick is saying, is it okay to post 24 videos a day like I do for more than a month. I already feel like I know what Benji's answer is, <laughs> but I'd love to hear uh, Benji take it away. Well, first off, let's talk about YouTube Shorts. So this is the short form content competitor to TikTok. So if you're familiar with TikToks, you know short videos or Instagram Reels, this is YouTube Shorts uh, on this platform to compete against that. And right now it's still in the beta mode. They say they're starting to roll out the button. So um, I'm not seeing it on my app yet. I'm getting a little FOMO about it. But eventually there will be a button to be able to upload the way you would on TikTok. Now, right now you use hashtag shorts in the description and the title and you can upload it like a traditional video and it's going to eventually see uh, uh, go on to YouTube shorts. What I love about YouTube Shorts is one, it lowers the entry to barrier for YouTube. Forever and ever and ever, you had to be a Professor Nez that knew what they were doing when it came to cameras and editing and optimizing. With, with YouTube Shorts, anybody can get in the game. Now, is it going to be able to compete against somebody's 30-minute video, especially if people are getting people to watch like, you know, 50, 60? It doesn't even matter. Even like 10% of that is still longer than the 60 seconds if you're getting 100%. However, you do this enough times, you show up in people's lives and you get better at YouTube shorts, you can start creating long form content. So I think that it's great for beginners, right? And secondly, it's great because now you can upload content in between your long form content. Personally, uh, I like to spread out my uploads at least one week apart, if not two times a week. But with YouTube shorts, it's the, it's the ability for you as a content creator to connect with your audience potentially daily in, I think, a meaningful way that can still be relevant. And so that's never happened. Now, we do have community tab, but you can't upload videos there, only polls and pictures and uh, short messages. But this is just another tool. Um, also, there's massive traffic to YouTube shorts right now. Tons of people are consuming it. And it's just at the beginning. Imagine when it starts getting rolled out and the content quality gets even better and more creators are using it. I believe that's just going to grow and grow and grow. So right now you're able to plant a seed when there's less competition. You and I both know creators, especially on Clubhouse, that come in and say, hey, well, I'm getting like 4 million views, 10 million views. I interviewed somebody that got 4 billion views on YouTube shorts in the last six months. 
Jake Fellman. That's insane. Yeah, just, just insane. Interviewed him for video influencers. And that's pretty crazy. It took my wife and I 10 years to get a billion views uploading five to seven times a week. So it just gives you a little bit of snapshot of the opportunity and the possibilities. Now, with that being said, I still think YouTube shorts could also be a gimmick for some people um, because it, it takes a lot of work. Just like any YouTube video, you've got to put in a lot of effort. So it's interesting. Uh, who is it that just asked this? Is it, uh, what was his name? Uh, oh, Nick. it was Nick. Nick, Nick asked, can yeah. you post 24 vids a day? Yeah, you can post 24 vids a day. There's no rules against it. Will it actually help you? Well, I would say this. It's better to post maybe two to five a day and be able to do a, a, a longer volume of time than to do it all massively at once. Couple reasons why. Number one, I do believe that consistency is more than just showing up consistently in someone's life. It's also about improving from upload to upload. So it takes a little bit of time to consume that content into YouTube and then it to give you data, which is your analytics and be able to adjust your strategy. So if you're doing all 24 right off the bat, number one, that's very difficult to do, right? And two, you want it to be quality. So it might be taking up your whole day. But if you do smaller batches, you can kind of look at your results and adjust from there so over time you're improving because quality definitely is more important than quantity but with youtube shorts and ones that are succeeding the most they're uploading anywhere from two to five days for about a 30 to 90 day period and then they're lowering it to like maybe one or two a day which is pretty crazy, right? Like I vlog every single day, but it's a little bit more casual. My wife is an amazing editor, so it's not easy. However, like we've gotten kind of used to it over the course of a decade. So with YouTube shorts, I think there's this huge opportunity. I think people should definitely try it out. I'm leaning more though, Professor Nez, towards having a secondary channel. Now, I know that's contradictory. That's what I was going to actually ask you. I know that's contradictory to what Daryl Eves just said on your last interview with him on this channel because he was saying that the algorithm is going to be able to separate shorts out from long-form content. I personally put all my shorts on my main channel. So I mix long-form and short-form. But if you really want to take YouTube shorts seriously, Lisa Nguyen, which is a chef on here on YouTube, she's one of those people getting millions upon millions of views. And Please, she's like, awesome every, on Clubhouse yeah, too. Awesome on Clubhouse. Upload, she has a secondary channel. She said, and this kind of goes back to what uh, Daryl Eves would definitely agree with, the algorithm is so powerful, it's able to feed that traffic from your YouTube shorts page back to your long-form content. The only reason I decided to put it on the same channel is because I was just lazy about it. I didn't want to go to another <laughs> like, channel and have to upload there and go sign back into another one. So it's purely a practical thing. Um, but I don't think there's any wrong answers right now or even any right answers. I think that you just have to test it out because it's in such its infancy in terms of where it's um, at right now. And we won't know until like all of it gets rolled out to everybody and people use it 100%. I still don't even have the uh, shorts creation feature on the mobile app. Do you have it yet, uh, Benji? I do not have it. I'm just oh. like, I'm dumbfounded. How do you not have it? You have to. Have it. <laughs> well, you know, it just goes. It makes me feel you. better though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, by the way, you got creator mode on LinkedIn, don't you? I want that. Actually, you know what's funny is I still don't. I still don't have creator mode. One thing I noticed is live is showing up right now on your LinkedIn page, right? Like on the ban banner 
Oh, you got LinkedIn Live. So yes. LinkedIn Live must show yes. up on the banner no matter if you have creator mode or not. Yes, that's correct. That's and then cool. and then covers. So the, the these new features, and I have a video explaining this, and thank you, Benji. Uh, Benji actually checked it out. This is another thing, the power of YouTube is that, you know, uh, Benji was, you know, interested in this new feature. And, you know, my video popped up. It's number, it's ranking number one for that. And so, you know, and that was actually it's so cool because this live stream might not have happened. I mean, we've been connecting on Clubhouse having a great time. It probably inevitably would have happened. But what's really cool is it sparked a conversation Mm -hmm. And that's what Benji's talking about, you guys. And give me a hashtag uh, shorts in the chat. Are you creating shorts? Let me know in the comments. Is there something that you've noticed in your data, in your analytics? Let me know. Nick says, I have 2 million views in 28 days. Wow. Benji says shorts. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Benji's in the chat too. Yeah. So if, you, if, you, um, if you're implementing shorts, let us know in the comments. I would love to hear from you. And yeah, I was going to ask you about the um, the separate shorts channel because, like yeah. you said, Daryl was saying that that uh, you know it's 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 delineated through those different uh, traffic sources. I agree with them though. Like, yeah, I completely agree with Daryl. That's why ultimately I was like okay with it putting it on my main channel. It's just right now they're not doing a good job of separating it on your video library. So it's just mixing it all together now. It's not very often that people are going to your library every day. Most people, one, are going to their suggested feed, right, which is on the homepage of YouTube. They're just clicking whatever. Or secondly, they're going to their subscription feed, right? And so it might, may or may not show up depending on if you want that uh, stuff. And that's where it gets a little sketchy because if people are expecting like the three, five, 10 minute videos, but then it's only a 30 second vertical video, that's where, by the way, I've experienced loss of subscribers. I did have a portion of time where I was losing subscribers on my YouTube channel. Now, I totally understand, like some people signed up for this one thing that they intended on, they get a whole different format and that they didn't want to sign up for that. So they just unsubscribe. I'm not hurt by it, but I realize it's the reality of mixing up content on the same channel. Now, if I put it on a completely secondary channel, it would be a completely different ballgame because number one, I do believe that algorithm would actually suggest my YouTube shorts as long as those tags or the information there related back to my videos on my long form. And secondly, they wouldn't have to unsubscribe. They just wouldn't watch it. And so that's where it's kind of a different uh, strategy. But long term, what Daryl has said, when I believe and what we've actually heard from YouTube, one, YouTube doesn't want to create something that's going to hurt the creator right? And two, they're going to be able to separate it out on your actual YouTube channel. So no longer will it be mixed up. Um, I wish they just did that from the very beginning because right, way right. Yeah. And, 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 and now you notice when you go to somebody's home uh, page on their channel that the shorts, uh, playlist is automatically, you know, d d segregated. If you, if you've noticed that if when you go on somebody's homepage on their actual channel page, have you noticed that Benji, that now they have a separate shorts? I don't think you can see it on. I think you can only see it on, uh, Lewis is in the house. Lewis, Mr. Camera Junkie confirm for me. I think you can only see it on, um, your mobile app. I but have it. Now no, I, I have it right now. I have a short. Oh, do you have it? Okay, cool. Yeah. So you do have it. Yeah. With that shorts playlist. I created that shorts playlist. Right? Oh, you did that yourself. Okay. I just put it in there. Yeah. Okay. So, Hey, I, you know, I know we have, uh, I, I know you're doing a clubhouse. You're doing a clubhouse room, right? In like 15 minutes, uh, Benji. 
Am I? Oh no, I'm, I thought I, you. Oh no, I am doing. I am doing a class. Oh, yeah, yeah, God. yeah. I saw. I got pinged. I was like, hey, because I, because I, you know, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So Benji's doing a, a clubhouse room. So I, I wouldn't. I'd be remiss, Benji. And by the way, everybody who's who's watching, if you're watching on the replay too, give me a hashtag replay in the chat. I'd love to hear from you. I respond to all the comments personally and uh, let us know. But also in the chat. Um, let me know again if you have any we, we only have about five maybe more minutes ten more minutes with Benji and I would be definitely remiss if I didn't ask the man the myth the legend about brand deals and yes. I have to ask him about brand deals because I think Benji knows probably I think it's safe to say I don't want to embarrass him or put him on the spot but it's probably safe to say that out of all the people that I've listened to when I advise clients and when I you know go after brand deals myself Benji is like one of the top resources for that because he just knows everything about it and he knows exactly what to avoid, what mistakes most creators make and when to start and how to go about it. So I, I, I know I'd be remiss. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, good to see you. Midnight Madness is in the house. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, hit that like button, smash that smash button as we call it. Um, so Benji, brand deals. Um, we're talking about how to make money on YouTube. Love the tips about, you know, serving your audience, providing solutions, uh, optimizing your videos for quality, not quantity, um, getting to the point a lot faster. We talked a lot about some great things. Another way to monetize on this amazing platform is sponsorships and brand deals. I'm going to actually use Nick's uh, question uh, uh, or Tony's question earlier. What are your three best tips? Let's just make it like kind of concise and in small because we could talk for hours about this and who knows how many people want to see benji let me know in the chat how many people want to see benji on the show again we just talk about brand deals give me a hashtag yeah yeah in the chat that. give me a hashtag yeah um benji what are your three best tips for i want to go with not well i mean i think this would apply to larger creators but let's go with um i hate to use the adjective small but let's go with newer or younger channels if you will um, what would you say people under 10,000 subscribers, maybe perhaps, or under, uh, you know, maybe a million cumulative views or what have you. Uh, and I don't even know if that's an accurate kind of threshold, but what's your thoughts on, Hey, you want to monetize this thing called YouTube. You're creating amazing content. First of all, what are the three best tips? And is there a time that you should start? Yes. Okay. So I'm if sorry. We, I know. I know that's a, a big question. No, <laughs> Poor Benji. Benji's like, that's a lot. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So I've been doing brand deals literally since 2008, uh, not only with my wife, but myself as well as other channels. And I've been helping other creators for so long. So I, I wouldn't say I'm the best at it or know the most, but I'm very passionate on making sure to create the best deals for the influencer. I'm not representing the brand or the agencies or the middleman. I'm making sure that the influencer is getting their value and it's at least fair and it's a win-win situation. So my number one tip is say no to more deals and you say yes. One of the biggest mistakes people make is they think quantity. They want to make a lot of money. One of the ways my wife became a premium influencer in the brand deals world is because she really picked and chose the brands that were best for her audience. And so that's a second tip I would give. Make sure the brands you are working with have an alignment with that audience. Like really be honest with yourself. Most people don't like commercials, right? So a sponsorship is just a 
fancy way of integrating a commercial into your content. So make sure whatever it is that you're presenting to them is a good product, is a brand you believe in, is going to be valuable for the viewer. That alignment needs to be there. Now, if you're already doing number one, which is saying no to uh, more than you say yes, it's not going to bother them. People understand that this is a way creators are making money, especially if the brand deal is good. Maybe there's a good sale or maybe there's a product your audience didn't know about. But again, because of that niche that you're in and the, the, the purpose they're following you, it's actually good for them. Like, I'm glad, glad you brought up this product, right? Or I'm glad you talked about this sale. Hey, the- Benji, look at this. I, w- I want to point you to this comment. Do you yeah. see this comment right here, Benji? So Darlene, who's a mod on our channel and a member yeah. of the channel, we love you, Darlene. Darlene says, wait a minute, there's somebody who can help with that? Brand deals? So, I mean, hey, hey, Benji, I, I, I apologize. Didn't mean to cut you off, but do you want to tell people that you do help influencers with brand deals? You want to talk about that really quickly? For sure. You know, you can always follow me on Instagram. You'll see a lot of my family and food content there. Um, but that's where I'm helping people directly with DMs. Clubhouse right now is a place where I'm hosting rooms, but I'm very passionate about this stuff because I think this is one of the unfortunate things about YouTube. There's not a lot of resources for influencers when it comes to brand deals, especially from people that have been doing it a very long time. Because, you know, when you're building a business and you're going from one upload to the next, you're not thinking about this stuff, right? But I had so many conversations with influencers that had the exact same reactions. Like, I don't know where to find these answers. I'm like, well, let me tell you what to do, right? So I'm trying to do this on YouTube more and more and more. Right now I'm doing it a lot more on LinkedIn because that's kind of direct. And if I can help one person, I can help anybody else in the audience. Um, The third point I want to make, Professor Nez, is this. Multiple streams of income, which I know is like, what the hell does that have to do with brand deals? So to be able to say no, to more brand deals and you say yes and not be desperate for the deal, you've got to have ways to monetize. So always be looking at AdSense. Have something to sell, whether it's merch. Have a product of your own, whether it's a digital course or you know some kind of product. Because when you can say no and walk away from a deal and not have to be worried about paying your bills and needing that deal, you have so much more leverage. And also- So gonna, good. That is yeah, so good. No one ever talks about this, right? Um, and a little side note too, especially if you're a young person and you're just starting out, don't get into a lot of debt. Don't buy the nice car. Don't have like a crazy house payment. You know, like one of the ways I've been able to sustain this business. I wish they for- taught this in school. <laughs> I'm a professor. Hey, hey, Benji, I'm a professor and there's nobody who's more anger. No who's more angered by the North American, especially the North American university system than me. So I love what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's so practical, but it's interesting because it will help you so much. And so those are my three quick tips. Say no to more deals than you say yes. To have alignment, the best alignment, because remember, your audience's attention is number one. Respect it, right? So make sure you only bring up brands that align with whatever their desires are for watching your content. And the third is multiple streams of income outside of brand deals. The reason I can say no to a six-figure deal and be totally comfortable with it is because I have other ways to make money. I could literally go for six or 12 months without doing a brand deal or you know, being in, in that part of my business if I I had to. And so because of it, I can say yes to the best deals and say no to the ones that really don't have that alignment and really don't speak to my brand and my content. You're muted, I think. Or are you muted? 
You know what? I am. Sorry. I apologize. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, can you hear me? <laughs> hey, Benji, I love what you said there. And I know you got to go soon, but I, I wanted to ask this too. God, great, great tips. Don't, don't think long-term. Your reputation is more important than revenue. This is something that I always try to advocate with my clients, with my audience all the time. Don't take something. If you get that feeling, it's just for the quick money because it's going to kill you in the long term. I love that tip. Um, hey, Benji, Really quickly, do you have a um, do you think that it's important to approach brands, approach uh, companies uh, when you're first starting out, when you're further along? Uh, you know, Gary Vee always talks about, hey, don't monetize your audience, don't monetize until you've built the the platform, built the audience. What are your thoughts, Benji, on, you know, what is the right time for a creator? You know, let's say like me, I, you know, I, I have like, you know, not to sound, but I, I have money. I have my business, right? I don't necessarily need to monetize my channel, but I do because I have the audacity to believe in myself. And I know I provide value like Benji does and all these amazing creators and professionals in the chat. Um, but you know, I'm lucky that I, like you said, diversify and I have other ways of bringing in money for my family and, and for myself. And so, and so what do you say to these creators who are like, maybe just, you know, I, I want, I, I'm passionate. I know I create good content, but I, I, I don't know when should I approach brands and companies? Should I wait? Uh, you know, as Gary says, should I wait till I build this immense audience? Or is it something that creators can actually take upon themselves early on in the journey? I think it's ironic that Gary said that on his videos about uh, one of the number one mistakes is people monetizing their audience too early. I agree with that to a certain degree. But what he also talks about is artists coming onto the scene and selling their NFTs to their earliest fans. And so I think that there's more to it. Number one, I think that brand deals should not be a major part of your business model at the very beginning. I'd say way less than because you don't have an audience. This thing is your content has an intrinsic value on its own, but it depends on the actual quality, right? If you're just starting out on your phone, you never edited something, it might not have that intrinsic value compared to like, say Casey Neistat comes onto the scene and he's flying drones, he's got DSLRs and his amazing editing, just the content alone might have like thousands of dollars, if not tens of thousands of dollars worth of value. But the true value for an influencer in a brand deal is the audience. That is where all the leverage is. So the bigger that audience is, the more views you get, the more you can charge. That's where you scale up like ridiculously. So at the beginning, I don't suggest it. However, I do suggest people having multiple income streams, right? So my last little tip is if you're just getting started, and by the way, I would personally get started with some brand deals in the first year, but I'm just doing minimal. When Sean and I started Video Influencers in our very first year, we only had one brand deal with one brand. And this is coming from somebody that knows how to do brand deals and Sean knows how to get views. But we knew what was important is to build that audience up. So we did have ways to monetize. Um, we we had a, uh, AdSense coming in from our views, right? Not very much. But also we were already monetized in our other businesses on our other YouTube channels. And so this is why, again, multiple income streams. The most practical thing is when you're first hustling, 
You might have to do some side gigs as a videographer. You might have to have a day job. Uh, a lot of the most successful creators, including my wife, had two jobs when she first started her YouTube channel on top of going to school in the city and riding a bus back and forth. So, hey, the hustle is irreplaceable. It is there. It is here to stay now and even a decade before. So um, I know that I got to get off here soon. Hopefully people got value out of that. And you should oh, we definitely did. be following Professor Nez on here on LinkedIn, definitely on Clubhouse because he's hosting some of the best rooms. And he, you, you talk about generosity. You're the generous one, man. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. No, I, I reciprocate that compliment, uh, uh, Benji. You rock. Uh, you definitely, I'm going to put, uh, if I haven't already, I think I have in the description, but definitely, I mean, Benji's pretty much Benji Travis all over, correct? Benji, yep. LinkedIn, Instagram, mm -hmm. YouTube, etc. Um, if you got insane value, like I know I did, and I'm, I, I, I have this comment up here. Can you see this comment, Benji? So Silver Fox Talk says, sure. I need to watch this again. Hashtag team replay. Hey, Silver Fox, guess what? I did the same thing with the Daryl Eves interview, and you know what I do? This is my routine really quickly because I know Benji has to go, and I want to give him the final word. But like, what I do is after I put the kids to sleep with my wife, and you know, usually I'm kind of an old dude, so I'll go to bed around 9.30, 10-ish. I will watch YouTube at night, and I love watching YouTube on TV. So I can't wait to watch this replay and just absorb all of this because you know, as you're doing a live stream and you're hosting, there's a lot of things that go by you. So I'm with you. Amazing value. And Benji, the, the door is always open, brother. If you ever want to come back to uh, the Nez Nation Live family and drop some amazing wisdom like you always do. And just really quickly, Benji, I want to say this too. I disagree with Gary too when he said that. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Like we all have mass respect for uh, some of these amazing entrepreneurs and business owners and content creators, but it's also okay to disagree. I disagree with Daryl Eves on a couple of things too. It's okay. Everything's okay. And so um, I just want to say thank you, Benji. Before we get out of here, um, I want you to have the final word send us home. And then I know you got to jump off. Uh, and you can even plug that if you want, if you're, I know you're going on clubhouse and definitely connect with Benji on clubhouse, because you want to talk about rooms that drop the absolute hammer on your dome. Benji's rooms are, you could literally pay thousands of dollars for masterclasses and you won't get as much as you do from a Benji clubhouse room. Thank you. Benji, final thoughts. Again, from the bottom of our heart here uh, uh, at Nez Nation, we just want to say thank you for your amazing, amazing giving attitude, uh, your humility, and your uh, ability to just really go on here and just give us all the best information to help us as creators and business owners to thrive on this amazing platform. I want to give you the final word, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, send us home. For sure. Uh, just a piggyback on what you said, Professor Nez, there's no one way to do anything on YouTube. There's multiple uh, journeys. Uh, there's multiple strategies. And so I can only share with you the experiences that work for me, the principles that we've wrote into YouTube secrets. But honestly, I've heard of so many different success stories that had completely different origin stories. But the one thing that I know for sure is so important for everybody to remember that every creator that's been successful on this platform has experienced experience is this. You're going to go through some difficult times. You cannot quit. You have to go from upload to upload. Consistency over a long 
period of time because that's where the secrets truly lie. That's where the hacks, that's where the takeaways that will actually take you from just struggling to get views to being super successful and getting millions of views. So hopefully you guys got some value out of that. Definitely follow me on Benji Travis. Clubhouse is the place I'm hanging out the most when it comes to brand deals. So uh, Professor Nez, thank you so much and uh, looking forward to next time. You're muted, I think. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Benji. <laughs> I just, let's start over. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you again to Benji, uh, who, who is so awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I know he has to go. I will leave everything in the show notes uh, where you can connect with Benji. But basically, he's Benji Travis on all social. Uh, I'm connected with him on LinkedIn. You should definitely connect with him on LinkedIn. How am I sounding now? Am I okay now? <laughs> can you guys hear me now? <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm so used to Clubhouse where the, the mute button is right there and you can just click that anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. It was an amazing, amazing live stream. As I said before, uh, we go live uh, two places. We have two segments to this live stream show where we literally go live every single Sunday on my office hours uh, where you can ask me anything. There's a questionnaire form in the chat. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Charlie Dog is in the house. Uh, and I, I just want to say thank you again to Benji Travis. An amazing show. Go connect with him, uh, especially on Clubhouse. Uh, and, um, you know, it's just been an absolute joy to have these amazing guests on our show. So make sure that you hit subscribe and make sure that you smash that smash button, a.k.a. that like button. Let me get my autofocus in there. And uh, we will see you guys uh, every single week. I'm giving you brain-busting content every single week. So if you want to earn more, grow faster, stress less, basically make the internet your friend, monetize your content, build, maybe start a side hustle that could eventually turn into a major hustle, well, then guess what? I am your personal branding coach. I am your number one content creator, Professor Nez. I'm bringing you brain-busting content every single week. The Nez Nation family. Give me a hashtag Nez Nation, bringing more humanness to this digitalness. It's so exciting. It's so awesome to see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time. Don't forget, guys, we're live every Sunday office hours, and I'm bringing new videos every single week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and I'll see you really soon.
Thank you so, so much for listening to our awesome podcast. I hope you got a lot out of it. It would mean the world to me if you wouldn't mind writing us an honest five-star review. It better be five stars for crying out loud um, <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Even if you're listening to this on Spotify, um, you know, or you know what? Honestly, wherever you want to leave it, it would be really, really appreciated by us. Um, if you're interested in delving further, I just wanted to let you know just really quickly that we have a major, major uh, discount on some unbelievable, multiple award-winning, highly, highly reviewed, super high content courses over at beyondtheboxacademy.com. We have our flagship course, How to Make Money with Your Personal Brand. If you're interested, if you're sick and tired of hearing about this online thing and all these people being successful, earning five figures a month, earning six figures a year, you're like, I need to get in on this. I'm sick and tired of what I'm doing. I want a piece of this. I feel I'm good enough and I can do this. Well, I've got unbelievable, convenient, step-by-step, holding your hand the whole way, amazing award-winning courses over at Beyond the Box Academy, taught by yours truly, me, an actual business communications professor and somebody who's been in the online game for over two decades. So if you're interested in that, these are courses, guys, that are usually thousands of dollars uh, and and they've been reduced over 60% uh, because of COVID. And you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to go back because people are really getting a lot of value from it and it's not always about money. I know you may find that hard to believe, but it's really not. And I love the fact that I'm getting all your emails, your messages, your course changed my life. Nez, your courses take me to the next level, my career, my business. I'm earning money, working from home. I just... That stuff electrifies me. So if you too want to jump in on that, there's links in the show notes, but you can also just go to beyondtheboxacademy.com. That's beyondtheboxacademy.com and go start changing your life right now. Thank you. Thank you.